This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. It is our 7 o'clock hour. The Philadelphia Eagles have achieved the ultimate in the regular season of the National Football League. 14-3 record. Buying the first round. All home playoff games before the Super Bowl. And you're deliriously happy. Lincoln Financial <laughs> Field. And I have spent one hour bitching my head off. Yes. And Jonesy, I have to ask you, do you feel I'm out of line? No, you're not. Barrett Brooks, if I may be going too far after no, you had not yet. Uh, not yet. Not Polly yet. and Anna yesterday on the postgame <laughs> show, Jaworski and, and uh, Frank. I no, no, you're, see, you're still in line. You're I'm in line. line. Am I out of line here? I think you were out of line calling the guy a moron. Well, he was talking, oh, the he was talking about the yes. team. Yes. He was oh, a knucklehead. No. Yeah. Maybe a knucklehead. Moron. That's the That's best thing strong. he'll be called today. That, that guy strong. is dumber than a moron. No, All right. Anyway, on the line with us is not a moron because we employ him for his knowledge of football. He is the WIP football reporter, Elliot Shore Parks. Hi, Elliot. You know, Angelo, I'm sad that there's only a few more weeks to you, but if you get to go out one way, I'm happy you get to go out complaining about a 14 and 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hold on. Now, Keith Jones had the, took the liberty of listening to you pregame yesterday. Yeah, there, there were some concerns yeah. that it might be like a 9-6 game and that, that yeah. just to win would be okay. And after watching that, I don't feel okay. Yeah, what do you feel? Uh, glass half yeah. full, glass, glass half empty. Yeah, no, look, you also get to go out being right because I think it is correct to be concerned about this team. We can pretend like they're still the team they were before. But the last 10 games they've played, it's not just yesterday, the last 10 games they've played, really only three of them have been impressive, if you think about it. It was that stretch between the Titans, the Packers, and the Giants. Outside of that, it's been concerning play. You look at yesterday, I thought the number one thing you wanted to see yesterday was Jalen come out and look like Jalen. And Jalen didn't look like Jalen. I thought he made poor decisions. I thought he missed a few throws. And the offense did not look like the unit that they did during the year. So, yeah, I, I do think it was a concerning performance yesterday. All right, well, here's the thing. 14-3 uh, and three is a great season. Is this a great team? Not anymore, no. I mean, I think that, that there are elements of it that can be great. But the other part of this is the offensive line is not playing that well anymore. And what makes a great team is great line play. Their defensive line is still playing well, obviously – you know, almost set the NFL sack record, but they're not getting good plays from their from their tackles, which is a huge part of it. Um, Jason Kelsey has been open about, you know, he wasn't great against the Saints. Uh, so I, I don't think that they are a great team anymore. Maybe they can turn it back on, but we haven't seen them play like a great team for, for a while. 
All right, well, Elliot, I want to uh, – my focus, based on all the emails I get during the game, is on the actual coaching staff. And mm-hmm. I just – I need you to help me with this. This is going to be a problem for me all morning. So we know that Hurts is still somewhat injured. We really would prefer not to play him, but we got to win the game. So we're putting yeah. him out there. So let's make sure we put together a game plan that preserves his health. I will now play in rapid order the first nine plays. Listen. Let's see what the first play is from Jalen Hurts. Hurts looks. Hurts fires. Completed a crossing pattern. He's back again. He's looking. Firing, and he throws it out of bounds. Steps up. He fires over the middle. Complete. Fakes. Looks. Fires. He completes it. Fires for the end zone, and it is incomplete. Hurts looking. He's being chased. He stops. He throws, and it is out of bounds. Incomplete. Now Hurts back again. Flares it out. He's got Devontae Smith. Comes the rush. He steps up. He's going to run, and he dives down, but he will lose a yard on the play. Fakes. He slings it out, and he has the first down to Goddard. Nine consecutive pass plays to start the game. Does that make sense to you, Elliot? You'll, ne- you'll never hear me say this, but I probably would have run the ball more to start the game. And I'm a, <laughs> he hates I, the run. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I normally am all pass, but I do think coming out and running it would have made uh, more sense. Now, I don't, you know, I don't think you have to go 50-50 or anything like that, but nine straight pro- probably was excessive. I would have, I would have uh, run it more. But what I'll say to the whole idea that, well, it was a vanilla offense, you know, they're not trying to show anything, they're protecting her. Yeah, but they're also playing against third-string defense, right? Yeah. So any play they run with that, with that group of players, with all those Pro Bowl players, the MVP candidate, all these great receivers, any play they run should have been productive. So I think this idea that, you know, they, they weren't showing anything is flawed because the Giants weren't playing anybody. Well, there's another aspect to this, Elliot. In the fourth quarter when the lead was evaporating and they went on a long drive, they dialed up eight consecutive runs most of which were highly effective. They Mm -hmm. established that they could do it, but chose not to and placed the quarterback under more duress than they needed to. That is not logical to me. Is that logical to you? Well, I think in general, the idea is, and I agree with it, you come out and you throw the ball to Bill in the lead. That's how teams do it in the NFL, right? But but I think the circumstances of yesterday with Jalen coming back, yeah, they should have run it more early. At least late they ran it to kill clock because it certainly felt like that thing was slipping away. All right, let's go to Jonathan Gannon next and his defense. What was the last four, the last three drives were all highly productive. They accounted for all uh, 16 points they got. Um, What were the Eagles doing defensively, especially in the fourth quarter? Yeah, so that last touchdown catch, you know, was a pretty miraculous one. I would say there, that's almost one you just have to to tip your cap to the uh, Giants for making that catch. There's no doubt that they gave up more points than they should have. I said on the pregame show they should give up zero points against this (laughs) offense. So, you know, they gave up, I think, what they finished with, 19. So they finished with about 19 more than I thought they should. Now, that being said, they did keep them off the scoreboard in the first half. I I think they gave up three points in the third quarter. So I thought the defense outplayed the offense for sure. But any points against Davis Webb uh, is a yeah. poor performance, especially it's, there at the end. Davis Webb, nine plays, Jonesy, last three drive, nine plays, 69 yards, field goal. Ten plays, 59 yards, touchdown. Seven plays, 54 yards, touchdown. When, when the, that, that, Elliot, that was all yeah. their scrubs. Was he yeah. playing a soft zone at that point? What was he doing? So I did think the tackling got worse as well through, throughout the game. Uh, and then, as, you know, as I said, that last touchdown catch, 
I mean, you know, it was just an amazing catch. It was like one-handed as he was probably being held. In fact, they were flagged on that play, and he somehow kept his feet in bounds. So I, I think it was a bit of dumb luck on the Giants' part. But, uh, yeah, I, again, you, you can't give up those points. I didn't see a, a style change in the defense or anything. I just think that the players, you know, at the end messed that up in the fourth quarter. All right, one last thing, Elliot, because uh, this is the kind of day where you really try to figure out how you feel. They yeah. did everything you could hope for. If anybody, there's not an Eagle fan in this city that wouldn't have signed up for 14 and three by in the first round. Yep. How should the fans feel this morning at the end of this regular season? Well, I think overall they should feel like it's been a very successful year. You think about where they were in 2020, what they've become now. I mean, it's a miraculous turnaround. And I do still think fans should feel like there's a chance this team goes to the Super Bowl. They have the two home games. I, you know, so I just don't think they should feel as optimistic and confident as they did before is how I would put it. I would feel cautiously optimistic if I were an uh, Eagles fan. Fair enough. Elliot Sharpox, always great talking to you. Thank you, my friend. Yep, talk to you soon. So there's Elliot's uh, take on it. He is, uh, uh, he is not a big fan of the run. But even he is acknowledging <laughs> yeah. that what they did yesterday was not completely logical. No. Under the circumstances, <laughs> not at all. You know what it's like sitting there monitoring this as the game's going on? I wait all day for this. Yeah. And I go, let's just pound that thing. Let's take the rock and let's pound the yes, rock. Yes, yes. Barrett Brooks was an offensive lineman. Will any offensive lineman ever say to a coach, no, I don't want to pound the rock? Absolutely not. Pound the rock, right? You yes. want to, he want to come off the ball and hit people, not retreat and have people hit you. With each pass that's in succession, the nine of them, I would grow more and more frustrated even when the pass was successful. Even <laughs> yeah. when it got a first right. down, I would go, okay, good. First down, new set of downs, here comes the run. Nope. No. But it's I, the first know, I, don't, I don't understand that. Jamil's on a live from Frankfurt. Hi, Jamil. Oh, yeah. Eagles madness running wild. You've got to understand, Angelo. Right. This was a Madden 24 day. So you've got to hit all of the milestones. So you throw the first nine passes with an injured quarterback <laughs> in order to hit the milestones to make the algorithm go up. So that you automatically win the game, see? Okay. So the computer doesn't know what to do. That's how dumb we looked yesterday. <laughs> All right. I believe wow, that Jamil right has just taken a shot at analytics. Yeah. And like uh, you it. are right, Jamil, on that. Jamil, when you're watching that, I got this guy who called me in the first hour and he said it's ridiculous to be complaining when you're 14 and 3. Okay. And I said, well, what were you experiencing in the fourth quarter when the Eagles were getting rolled over by Davis Webb? How can okay, you watch so, that so and be happy? So here's the thing, Angelo. Two things happened yesterday that literally broke my heart. Right. Watching the Eagles defense against a third-string quarterback for the second time in a row if you count the Washington game. Yeah. And then my brother passed away. Oh, my God. So I am at a place right now where I don't know which one I am hurt more by. And I know that sounds weird. My brother was a dire Eagles fan. So he would be the same way I am. Then, y'all, can y'all at least – and he was a running back, so he would have definitely said, pound the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Uh, can y'all at least put together a couple of blitzes to shake this dude up on his drive? I don't, I don't understand why Gannon thinks that a uh, pass-prevent offense without blitzing is the key and the answer. It does not make you like a genius. It makes you look like a fool because everything they do ends up getting in the yards. 
All right, Jamil, hold on for a second, because a little bit of real life crept into this call. Your brother passed away. Was it sudden? Yeah, he was in a hot tub with his kids. He had a heart attack yesterday. Oh, my God, Jamil. Jamil, compared to a football game, who cares that your brother is where your heart should be right now? You know that. Uh, How old, Jamil, how old? He was 36. Oh, my God. That is horrible. Oh, Jamil. My little brother. I My, gotta push life though, Angelo. If I don't push life, I know I won't. I, I won't move. Judge Emil, my deepest, deepest condolences to you and your family for that. Um, I, it's amazing to me that you would want to talk football after that. But I guess that's what football is. It takes you away from the terrible things that happen in our lives. Absolutely. My brother, my brother played for Avondale High School. Wow. He was a star running back there. He went on to play for one season at uh, Valley Forge Military Academy. And then he went. To, uh, he transferred to West Virginia State, and he uh, messed up his knee at West Virginia State. And so football right. was his life. But he loved so, the Eagles. He was a big Eagle Eagle fan. Yes, God. Right. Jamil. Hopefully, he will help us from above. Jamil, our, our deepest condolences. Seriously, wow! I was not ready for that twist. No, Oof, was that either. something real? Wow! I was. I. It does help. I mean, it just does. It gives you a it, chance it to does. think it about. It does. It gives you something else to think about. The pain for a few minutes. Brother, thirty-two. Uh, two on five. I'm right, gonna wait a second, Jason. You're coming up next, Steve. John Sly. I got room for more callers today, and I'm going to take a guess here that every line is not lit because people are not positive how to feel. Here's what I suggest: be thrilled that you don't have a playoff game in two weeks. And then be nervous when you do. Yeah, It's your <laughs> job to wake if, them up. If the Eagles played like they did yesterday, this will not be a lengthy postseason. No. I guarantee you that. Your retirement will be. 215, <laughs> yeah. My wife has never rooted harder for the Eagles than she did yesterday. Oh. And she was not happy. She's not happy she said, at all. I could milk another month out of this before the, your retirement. Yep. Don't. All right, welcome back. 721. In a minute, we're going to have a very important report from a fine physician. But first, Ava's here. Ava, would you end our first question and go to our second? I can do that. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet wishes all a happy and healthy new year. Thank you to the Delaware Valley for 22 years of support. Find your roads to Armin Chevrolet. The Eagles finished as the number one seed in the NFC and got a first round bye. How do you feel about them? 73% glass half full. That wow. is not true. Is this Philadelphia? Is. That is not. No. Yes. yes. Where no. are we? Yeah. Uh, well, then, all right. Uh, find out how many actually watched the game. All right. Because yeah. there's no damn way they watched the fourth quarter and they had a half full I'm glass. I'm Unless there was something in that glass of a potent nature. Well, that's why they feel that way today. <laughs> like they I got do. some of your favorite drink, uh, nice tequila. Yeah. All right, uh, Ava Graham, second question. What is the biggest weakness of the 14-3 and Eagles this season? Offense, defense, special teams, coaching. Coaching. Jonesy. Coaching. Barrett. Coaching, 100%. Wow, he loved that one. Rhea. Coaching. Ava. Coaching. It's not good. <laughs> The coach will be on at nine. I'm sure. <laughs> Don't she'll, share the results with she'll her. She'll be thrilled to hear that. Uh, Rhea Hughes, would you please introduce yes. this fight over care physician? One of our favorites, Dr. Mark Schwartz, orthopedic surgeon with Burlington County Orthopedic Specialist in Mount Laurel, co director of Virtual Health Sports Medicine Program, 
Chief of Orthopedics and Surgery at Virtua Memorial Hospital. For more information about Dr. Schwartz, go to BurlingtonCountyOrtho.com. Dr. Schwartz, welcome to our show this morning. Good morning, guys. All right, so, Doc, you were at the game, and I know you were studying closely the form of Jalen Hurts. Did he appear constricted to you? Did it appear he was in some uh, distress? Uh, couldn't tell that, but the things I was looking for were his velocity and his accuracy. Um, and I don't think he's 100% with those two uh, things yet, but that might have been partially the way they designed the game plan for him also. All right, Doc, all we could say for sure is they called it a a sprained shoulder. Were they taking a risk at uh, furthering the injury by playing him before it was fully healed? Uh, Well, my understanding was his injury is a sprain to the sternoclavicular joint. And what that really is, is most most, we very commonly hear uh, a chromioclavicular or AC joint, where the collarbone meets the very end of the uh, shoulder outside. This is the opposite end. This is where the clavicle meets the breastbone, the sternum. All right. It's a less, it's a much less common injury. Uh, the good news is that this was really diagnosed more or less with an MRI, which means it's probably a grade one or maybe grade one plus, which is probably a mild to moderate sprain. Um, the good news is that these generally heal in about anywhere from you know about six weeks. So we're about four weeks into this. Yep. Um, the most important thing was they did not re-injure it and that they take another blow. Uh, but they can be painful for up up to eight weeks. Um, they're most they, they will affect mostly motions where he's coming across his shoulder as if he's thrown across his body. That's where uh-huh. you're going to get the pain from. All right, but Doc, uh, let's just say your time frame is right. It's four weeks in since the injury. Uh, assuming you did not injure it any further yesterday. Can we expect that two weeks from now when they play, he will be further along and in far less pain than he was in yesterday? Absolutely. And sometimes with these particular injuries, they uh, some athletes do get a numbing injection to kind of decrease the pain um, that they may be getting at the t- at, for a game. That would be a last resort. Hopefully he won't have to resort to it getting it numbed up. But um, it appears to be a stable injury. You just want to con- you just don't want to convert a mild or moderate sprain to a complete uh, tear. But I think by the time that we are at week five or six of the post injury, I think it's safe to say that uh, for the most part, this should be about at least eighty five to ninety percent uh, healed anatomically. That's good news. All right, the other one, and man. <laughs> Uh, these numbers, um, when Lane Johnson's there, the Eagles are just a much better team than when he is not. He is going to attempt to play two weeks from now in the first playoff game, Doc, but we know only that he has an abdominal tear and he will have been off for a little over a month. Uh, uh, what's your read on that? Is he going to be close to 100% or how's he going to do that? Now, this, this unfortunately, as opposed to Jalen's injury, is a bird of a different feather. Uh, this lower abdominal tear is really a, a core muscle tear. Um, uh, it's, it's in the category of sports hernias. His particular muscle, on my understanding, is he tore his adductor muscle, A-D-D-U-C-T-O-R. And what that muscle is, it connects your pubic bone to your inner thigh bone. Ouch. So um, it's almost, um, some people would even call it a, a, groin, a groin tear. 
But basically, um, the core muscles are very, very important in the ability to anchor yourself, to generate power, and that all starts from the core. And, um, you know, this is the type of injury that if you don't get surgery right away, you can still play, but you're going to, I don't know how effective he will be. We all know that something like, I think he took on 972 sacks this year and gave up, nine, out of 972 snaps, he didn't give up one sack or, or no hits to Jalen. So um, the question is, uh, you can only assume that the uh, defense on the other side is going to be focusing in on the right side to really be testing him out. He's pl- probably going to have surgery off season, um, but uh, well, time will tell how, how effective Lane is. It, it, it is a more debilitating injury, particularly for alignment, especially for a tackle, where you really need your core muscles to generate power and, and anchoring. Doc, do you understand that you, an elite physician, offered us a football stat in the middle of that that Keith Jones <laughs> did not know? You well, have a, more football knowledge than Keith Jones. I'm a fan first and the doctor second. <laughs> well, you're awesome. Doctor, thank you so much. Hopefully they'll be able to get a lot out of both of these guys in the playoffs. Doctor, you're great. Thank you. Go birds. And thank you to all the great Novacare doc. He slipped in 920 whatever. <laughs> Dr. Schwartz goes to like every he his game. He had a stat. He's a huge Phillies fan. He's, I see him at Phillies games all the time. So, yeah, he's a big Joe, fan. Did, did you have that stat? I did not. Barrett Brooks, <laughs> former offensive lineman, no less. Did you have that stat? I just know he hadn't given up a sack in two years, but he knew right. from You work with Ruben Frank. He's a human stat. You're right. Uh. <laughs> and I didn't know that. He didn't know. <laughs> Dr. Schwartz, man, Legend. one of a kind. Ladies and gentlemen, our leader has arrived, Jason. Hi, Jason. Angelo and oh. morning, team. It was a bad, bad game. Yes, it was, yeah. Jason. We won, but it was a bad game. All right, so how do you feel right now? Do you feel good or you feel bad? I feel good that we won, but I don't, you know, I don't feel that it wasn't a great win, you know. I'm not, it's not a satisfying win. Right. Let me ask you something, Angelo. Okay. You're Catholic, right? Uh, uh, non-practicing. <laughs> Today is. He does some medicine. <laughs> uh, why, why do you ask me about religion, Jason? Well, I need you to go to, to church and do some rosaries okay. for, for Ling Johnson. Because and to our fathers. If we don't have Ling Johnson, we don't have a chance. All right. I, you know what, Jason? You that's a very. I, right now, the record is ten and twenty-two when he is not playing. They will try to play him in the playoffs, but we don't know how good he's going to be. But you're right, Jason. That line is not nearly as good without Lane Johnson. Not nearly as no. good. It, it's not. It's really kind of just okay, right, uh, Josie? How big a He's everything. He's everything. As Barrett was telling us earlier, he's their best player on the team, which is incredible. But you wouldn't think a right tackle would have that much to do with the game. We have underestimated the value of fine linemen, Barrett Brooks. There's no question about this. You know, when you look at Lane Johnson and even Jordan Malata, 
they don't give those guys protection. They don't help those guys so you can run the offense yep. because you don't have to worry about it. You know, you have Darrell Revis. You had Revis Island. Well, you got Lane Johnson Island over there at the right tackle position. Right. It doesn't matter how good their pass rusher is. He's going to stop them. So, I mean, as a quarterback, you get used to not having somebody in your face because he's so good. Yep. Because they have somebody – because we have – Driscoll out there. He's got somebody in his face who changed the whole dynamic on how you call the offense. Driscoll sucks. All right. Anyway, Jason. (laughs) He does. He's not that good. All right, Jason. I noticed something. I just want to ask you a personal question. You called in like around 3.30 when I was driving in this morning. When do you sleep? Well, after a win, I hardly sleep. I don't sleep that much after a win, but, you know. I got you. Why is that? In the Cowboys got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you and want to say about that, Jason? The Cowboys got. I got something for Adrian. I got something for Adrian. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful, Jason. Let's go, Vikings. Let's go, Vikings. <laughs> Jason, be well, my good friend. How Please great is it. he? How great is he? Steve's up next. Hi, Steve. Hey, Angelo. Good morning, guys. What are you feeling this morning, Steve? Now, Angelo, I'm I'm the guy that called in after the Eagles lost to the Commanders, and I said we should sue the Eagles for emotional distress. Yeah. And since then, since then, I've been okay. But after the last three games, I've got two complaints. Number one, why is there no solution for Lane Johnson, who historically goes down every single year? It's true. You know, he's got a list of injuries, personal knee, groin. Why can't we flip Mylotta? Why can't we put a tight end in there? Why can't we, you know, we, why can't we patch up the right side? And number two, can we find somebody in this city that can punt a football? Oh, that Angela. guy stinks. Oh, oh my God. Kern. Oh, my God. One of them was like, it wasn't even 30 yards. He averaged 33.5. It's embarrassing. Steve, that guy is done. He is cooked. Angelo, 29 yards. I, I punted in eighth grade. If I kicked the ball 20, 29 yards, I'd be on the bench. All right, but hold on. Now I have to call a timeout because we never do this, Steve, and it's time we did. That Jake Elliott, God bless him. Wow. What a kicker that. Oh. Almost every single kickoff is through the end zone, and he hits 50 yarders like they're 20 yarders. How great is that kicker, Steve? He, he's an absolute godsend, Angelo. Like, I'm, oh. I'm a, I was a free agent a couple of years ago. I tried out for the Eagles, and, you know, I was a long snapper and a tight end. Yep. And I got to see that guy kick a little bit. He's absolutely wonderful. Well, Steve, I appreciate your call and your input. But uh, he's right about our punter. Now, the other guy went down. He's dumb for the year. I, you went out and you said, wow, we got a great punter. Yeah. When's that going to start? No, they missed on this guy. That guy I, I will give one stuff. other thing. Let me do this now before I am accused of not giving out props. The special teams yesterday, until they gave up that long return, there was a long return before the last Giants touchdown. They were a plus up until then because they sniffed out a fake field goal. And if you want to scare yourself, Jonesy, consider this. Graham Gano is a great kicker. Yeah. It was like a 50-yard or so. If he kicks that, Whew. you're even more nervous at the end of that game. Yeah. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Graham Gano, and they tried a very lame uh, – they didn't care yeah. what that – they were they trying to win anyway. No. They, did, they would they throw everything against fun. the wall. 
But who was it that sniffed it out? He was phenomenal. Oh, uh, I can't think of his was name. Was it McPherson? Uh, McPherson. Yeah. McPherson. He's been good all year. Yes, he, he went out. Yes. He covered the receiver. There was nowhere to go, yep. and then the guy got buried. Yeah. 215-592-9494. We come back. I got to take a moment to give props to the National Football League. By whatever means they use, some of which might be dubious, they put on a show even when the scrubs are playing. And we got a little package for you of the excitement this weekend in the NFL. Somebody won. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've shared this thought many times in the past, but it is worth saying one last time. Uh, we are moving closer to losing our best friend again in about a month, yeah. a little over a month. Who, you? Ladies and gentlemen, there is simply nothing that provides more entertainment than the, the National Football League. And I will sit here day after day and bitch about this and bitch about that. And I think they're rigging it with the refs and all this other stuff. And when it's time for a, a game like any game this weekend, oh my and gosh. I even begged Orfria a major social event because mm-hmm. I needed to watch Doug Peterson. Sure you did. No, I didn't. What do you, <laughs> don't you make this hard don't for me. Don't they have TVs at they their social They had a TV day? there, but I felt at that point it would intrude upon the fun and games they were enjoying. Well, no, that was you. But, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured what? my departure would enhance the enjoyment so of the rest of the wife. people. What did you think of Doug's performance? Doug was great, and I was he so happy about Doug. Then awesome. I start with the Red Zone channel. Oh, and I'm yeah. watching this, and everybody is doing a terrific tribute to DeMar Hill, uh, yeah. Hamlin. Yeah, it was great. And then the first play, it, it actually starts on montage. You can't make that up. And no. he's watching. Hamlin is watching from his in the ICU yeah. and is blown away by what he sees. And the whole weekend, even the stinking Eagles game, was a lot of fine sports entertainment. Let's enjoy it one more time. The last Sunday of the regular season. Underway as New England decided to defer after winning the toss. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for DeMar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Davis looking, going to the end zone, caught and converted. Jordan Akins. And the Houston Texans have retaken the lead. There's Cal McNair pacing. I wonder what he's thinking. Conflicted for sure. And of course, Lovey Smith doesn't care about any of that draft stuff. They're going for broke. On the way. Down the middle. With distance. Dolphins take the lead with 18 seconds. And the drought is over. Miami Dolphins seal on the deal on the return to the playoffs. And that'll bring Jason Myers on to try to keep Seattle's playoff hopes alive. He's on the way. And it is off the upright. He'll run out now to try to give Seattle hope that their season is extended sweet redemption and hope springs eternal in seattle big ball downfield and it is intercepted by kirby joseph the green bay packers are eliminated seattle will go to the playoffs four-man rush press cut that one might be a pick six it will be touchdown washington you believe that Start congratulating buffalo on division champions they deserve it. I mean, it was frustrating at times, but it was ultimately a really, uh, some really beautiful moments. I miss the guys. I miss the fans. Thank you. <laughs> That's 
And so uh, let me sincere. Uh, let me just say uh, the uh, the best thing of it all is the two truly horrible people. Bill Belichick and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> were eliminated. My favorite part was you go on Twitter sometimes and you see what's trending, yeah. Yeah. and I see Chris Collinsworth is trending, yeah. and that he was doing the, the uh, Aaron Rodgers game, and people were like, Chris, he's been terrible this year. Yeah. Stop. It was it was hysterical. They can't stop they, crowing yeah. over the Oh, the, the Mahomes thing on Saturday. Ah. Whoever well, was doing well, listen, that game. Mahomes no, is Mahomes awesome. Mahomes is not the MVP. Hurts is the MVP. Mahomes Brooks, is awesome. Barrett Brooks, who's the MVP? Well, you see, but we lost both our games when they didn't go. play. There yes. you go. Barrett Brooks. in a pudding. Are you here to tell me Barrett Brooks is a moron? He's the man. <laughs> I don't think so. I wish that Hurts would win it, but he's not going to. No, 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 he's not going to win. No, it's done. Because they're dying to give it to they Mahomes are. every they year are. anyway. They're drunk and love oh, to do it. one other thing. One other Let's thing. Let's hear it. Ah! Does that have to do with Andy Reid? Yeah. You saw it, right? The huddle. Oh, I hate this guy. <laughs> so, Josie, they're getting ready for a play. I saw it. And the whole the snow huddle. Globe. The whole huddle starts running yeah. around in a circle. The snow globe, they call it. For what reason? What is Andy the Reed point is not of a this? great a guy as everybody thinks he is. Oh, what a That's, it was it was really You know the best part uh, was? Bush what was League. the reason it was for Bush it? The, he allows the players yeah. to design a play yeah. every week. And this is what they came up with. Oh, please. It scored was the funny, touchdown but... <laughs> and it was taken back. <laughs> yes. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, it didn't the work anyway. was the best thing oh, ever. Oh, that was great. I laughed so but hard. But the players oh, so that are designing the plays, are they doing this from their prison cells? They... Right. Well, I think it was the def- I think it was the defensive guy that gave him that play. Oh, I just right? that guy and ugh. Don't get me going. Now, how bad do you think the league wanted Aaron Rodgers to continue into oh, the playoffs? Oh, very, God, yeah. very they much. They were so upset last night on NBC. Oh. Listen to that broadcast. Oh, Collinsworth was I, dying. I love the Lions for doing that. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Me too. <laughs> I got to say this about the Lions. Great. We started the season against the Lions. That Dan Campbell is a coach. They put a scare in us. The that first guy's team. a good coach. Yes, they did. They, kneecaps. they almost beat the Eagles in the, what they is did. it, 38-35? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. What a great season they ended up having. Uh, you know, a lot of teams we played were like that this year. Yep. We thought we're just bad teams and end up being pretty good teams. Absolutely. Lisa's up. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Hello. How are you Sorry, feeling? What are you thinking I, I, right now, Lisa? I'm actually feeling very confident. I was not really worried yesterday, although I should have been. Yep. My husband left and said, why are you going to do this to yourself? And I'm like, I just felt that Jalen Hurts was like, we are going to win this no matter what. If I can't get the ball into the end zone, we have an amazing, uh, you know, Jake Elliott is awesome. Like, he saved us. So I'm feeling good. I think we're going to win no matter where It might be ugly. Sure. But that's, I'm feeling confident. All right, but Lisa... Nine consecutive passes by the offensive coordinator. Later in the game, eight consecutive runs. And and my defensive coordinator, somebody somewhere along the way is going to have to explain the fourth quarter with a third-string quarterback. Somebody's going to have to explain to me how Davis, what's his name, Davis Webb went up and down the field against our starters. Lisa, how did that happen? I really have no idea. I think they. I, I, mean, I kind of feel like maybe they didn't care. They were like, "We're going to win this." I, I don't know. It they almost awful, did it. But <laughs> yes. Do you understand, Lisa? Let's just say hypothetically that that onside kick worked because it oh, did God. bounce around a little it bit. Is. And now Davis Webb has a minute twenty to work on to go half a field. 
What was that? What'd you say? We would have lost the game. Ah! Why? How could I come on and be excited that? Ah! <laughs> I mean, I, I would have to fake it. Yeah, I know, I know. I was you like, wouldn't Thank be faking God. it if they lost that game. I don't know how to fake no, it. You, you, lost don't know. you don't understand. I could come in and attempt to fake this morning yeah. that there were 14-3 and it was amazing and wow, we got everything we wanted without adding that the past month they have sucked. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> true. Appreciate your input. Lisa had a good attitude about it. She was unhappy when it was happening. Now she feels good. See, I'm not able to do that. I understand that. Are you able to? By Wednesday, I will be. <laughs> she has her own process. Yes. Barrett Brooks, when, when you guys came out, right? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the exact order in the post game on NBC Sports Philadelphia. I believe John, Ron Jaworski was uh, doing a speech on how wonderful this was. Yep. Then his uh, little cohort over there, uh, Ruben Frank, he started chirping. Yep. Uh, he had stats. Oh, this, uh, <laughs> 14 wins. I haven't did this before. And then I shut it off before you came on. Did you restore order and point out to these guys that that was, Just in yes. the words of Keith Jones, <laughs> lie, Barrett, lie. Um, no, I, I, I really didn't talk much. I just said, well, we're going to have to get some stuff together going into next year. But, you know, a win is a win. But, you know, it's, it's not style points that win you championships. It's, it's, it's going out to win it. This, it's not a carryover from one game to another when you get into the playoffs. What was Barkan doing? He's a very, very he emotional. Must have yelled a little bit. Oh, yeah, he was pissed. Yeah, he, was, oh, he yes. was pissed. Yeah, he was pissed. Yeah, yeah. He like was when mad. they were showing him in the tunnel, was he going? He sucked. He sucked. Oh, Driscoll, <laughs> I didn't see him all day. And went through and just made fun of people. Well, he he was the first one to comment on them not being able to close the deal in a fashion which Thank we you. could have our, uh, our our starting quarterback sitting down by the fourth quarter. I got good news for you. In ten minutes, a guy who tells it straight will be on. Ray Dittinger. Yes. Don't go anywhere. It's been a while. <laughs> Ray, yeah, it's been a while. Ray Dittinger is coming back from retirement for the playoff run starting today in 10 minutes. And Ray will tell us how to feel. <laughs> and can he tell us how long his run's going to be? Um, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be something if two weeks from now Ray's retiring again? <laughs> Let us go next to John in Philly. Hi, Johnny. Hey, good morning, everybody. How are we doing today? Oh, John, I want to be honest with you. My glass is half empty. Let me uh, let me get this straight. We're fourteen and three. Yep. We got a first round by. Correct. And I'm supposed to be happy with the way they played yesterday. That's I mean, what they. On. That's no, what they want you not. to do. That, but you see, the games are televised in the fourth quarter. Were you not going nuts, John? I was going nuts through the whole game. I mean, our offensive game plan is my biggest concern moving forward. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to criticize the defense because I do think the defense has played very well. But our offensive play calling has something to be desired. And I know Hertz was hurt, obviously, and they probably scaled it down a little bit. But this isn't just based on this week. This is based on the past three weeks. I mean, we got to straighten this out, or we're going to be one and done. I got to tell you, uh, they were showing this David we- Davis Webb's family in this luxury box. And I had already seen, because they on New York Post features a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. His girlfriend is a starter. He's a third, he's a third <laughs> stringer. His girlfriend, she's oh, yeah. a starter. Why was yeah. she two, tra- uh, two seats away yeah, from the That player, was though. fascinating. <laughs> there was a, an empty seat, and then Davis, uh, Davis Webb's family was there, his mo- parents. Yeah. Do you yes, think yes. that maybe Tension somebody there. got up and went to the bathroom? No. Oh, there's a lot of tension. I prefer the to entire believe game. there was some strife in yeah. the relationship. 
and they're both there, John. And then Davis Webb, here's a play. Just They were as shocked as we are that their third-string quarterback, Son, did this. Two receivers to each side. Webb is back. Quarterback draw to the 10, to the 5, and he bangs his way into the end zone. It's a touchdown for the Giants on the quarterback draw. John, were you feeling really good at that moment? Oh, yeah, I was feeling great. Come on now. I mean, it, it, at that point, the game was slipping away. I mean, you know, numerous callers have already said it. Like, had the onside kick on the Giants' way, they win the game. If there's five extra minutes in that game, the momentum was swinging towards the Giants. They win. I mean, this is, you know, listen, I give them credit for doing what they had to do, but it doesn't mean I have to be happy moving forward. Thank you. And, John, you are such a, a reasonable caller. You're not a nutcase. You understand what you're watching and react to it. That's all I'm asking you to do. Don't be out there today telling me how great everything is, even though you got everything you could have hoped to get. Because I would be a lot happier if the Eagles were playing at the level of the Detroit Lions right now. The Detroit friggin' Lions. They peaked at the end of the year. We were a month past the peak. Minimum. Uh, no, absolutely. Our momentum going into to the playoffs is not – is not with us for sure, and we need these two weeks, and I'm glad we have the bye. We do need these two weeks to straighten some yep. things out, and I'm hopeful, but if things aren't straightened out, then, you know, like I said, we're one and done. Exactly right. John, great call as always. 215-592-9494. Sly, Joe, Jimmy, and that will of God. Tom, you guys are all coming up. There's room for more at 215-592-9494. Without further ado, when we return, Ray Dittinger. 